0: It's always been We rise up to the challenge We give the game our all We share determination We go in for the
1: ball For the crowd, thunders, go cats We break the banner down We know the play with courage Till the final... Hi everybody, welcome to the Cats cast. We are at episode 3 for 2017 uh, My name of course is Willow And I'm joined by a couple of bigger footy guests tonight uh firstly welcome back for the first time this year pivo hello happy easter mate yeah. uh and happy easter to all the listeners out there all 20 of them hi <laughs> mum and dad how are you going <laughs> thanks for being on board mate that's all right mate. and uh joining us also for the first time this year we've got partridge
2: Good evening willow
1: how are Good we mate? and it
2: Oh, fantastic! There's nothing a good atheist looks forward to more than the Easter break. It's wonderful,
1: <laughs> and like that, we're off to a flyer, um, gentlemen. We've got a lot to discuss and a lot that we have already discussed. So, pushing on, and a lot, and, and a lot
2: that's disgusting. <laughs>
1: yes, and pushing on, it would be since the last uh, show that. Well, I recorded. We have played North Melbourne and Melbourne. Um, I think a lot of us probably went into the North game expecting a comfortable win, and we got anything but that, with it coming down to uh, the hyphen, George Hall and Smith getting a goal with a minute or so to go after we were about five goals down at one point. And then... uh, Followed up last weekend in a game that I was a bit concerned about because I saw Melbourne as a good um, up-and-coming team. We were fortunate that they lost two of their good players in Jordan Lewis and Jesse Hogan, who both decided to punch Carlton players in the head the week before. So that helped our cause. Who could blame them. Who could blame them, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) And... uh, Look, it was an interesting game last weekend. We had a really good first quarter. We had a really bad second quarter. The third quarter was probably a bit here and there, and then we had a really good last quarter, and somehow we ended up winning by five goals. So uh, I'll start with you, Pivo. What's been your take on the, the last fortnight and, and how we've been going? Good, accurate kicking
0: yep. is good football. Mm. True. Yep. That's- all I think I need to say about it. The less said the better? Maybe. No, <laughs> although that said, I uh, the North Melbourne game, I actually uh, reside with a North Melbourne supporter, and there was nothing sweeter than winning by a point. <laughs> <laughs> although, I did sleep
1: on the couch that night. Oh, well, you've got to take one for the team occasionally. Correct. And the Melbourne <laughs> game, we just happy that we kicked uh, straight.
0: Yeah, look, the, the Melbourne game was, I, I did go to that one. Um, I wasn't able to get to the North Melbourne one, but I did get to go to the Melbourne game, um, and yeah, I think you summed up pretty well. It, um, the first quarter, I thought we played quite well. Um, middle two quarters, not so good, and then sort of came home um, like a bit of a steam train. I think similar to the North Melbourne game, where we sort of got a bit of momentum at three-quarter time, jagging a, jagging a goal right at the death. Um, that uh, The goal by Menzel at three-quarter time against Melbourne was a cracker.
1: Yep, certainly was. Partridge, yeah. your thoughts? Uh,
2: I think, yeah, it's been very inconsistent across the four quarters in both games. Um, yeah, times looked good. A quarter or two, or certainly a quarter in each game at least, where I think they've been pretty well outplayed. Then finishing strong, it's funny, I thought, although they were I think they were further behind against North, but I thought we were outplayed more comprehensively for a while against Melbourne. They just couldn't put it on the scoreboard. But at the same time, they're finishing well. They're finishing games off, and more importantly, they're winning. So you take three three wins, no losses, any time.
1: I suppose it is worth... I think I was listening to one of the... I think it was SEM or something like that, and they... You know, at this time of the year, if you're not playing well, but you can still bank those points, that's it's the best possible result. If you're not playing well, Absolutely. So you can still get the yeah. wins and the the points on the board. So, um, yeah. overwhelming positive that we've started, but with three wins, um, despite the less than convincing fashion that we've probably that we've probably showed. Um, so, so yeah. Just- Quickly, Willie. Sorry, mate. Um,
0: The the Melbourne game I found was a bit of an interest. I actually thought against North we were incredibly lucky to get out of that one. Um, The Melbourne game, while I think we were also lucky in that game, especially in the fact that Melbourne didn't kick straight and when they had the momentum, they really could have put us to the sword. But I always had the feeling if we could sort of get out of their defence, which we actually had a bit of trouble with in the... Second and third
2: quarters second quarter that, especially
0: yeah Yeah, that when we um when we could get it into the forward line, I always thought we would actually score,
2: yeah
0: um, and so I always had this sense of you know if we can just make you know if we can just hold on, if we can just you know somehow weather this a little bit, if we can get it back into our forward line, we're a chance here, and as it turned out, we sort of managed to do that, we sort of kept in touch, obviously, thanks to Melbourne kicking really badly. Um, and then sort of stormed over the top of them. So, yeah, I think we've been lucky. I think we could, you know, we probably should be one and two rather than three and zip. But um, yeah, there was there was a few signs with that Melbourne game. And like the first quarter against Melbourne, there was a couple of times where they had, geez, I reckon you know eight or nine sort of coming off out of defence. I mean, because Melbourne actually dropped their wings back onto their the back of the yeah. square. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did. Um, yeah. And so, but we actually were managing to pick through it in the first quarter pretty easily. Um, mm. And then they sort of, Melbourne obviously got their structure a bit better and they started pressing up and their forwards were sort of sealing it in a little bit better. But um, yeah, it was, uh, it was an interesting game to watch it, um, sort of the way it unfolded. And obviously, you know, we ended up coming away with a, a pretty convincing win thanks to kicking straight. But um, mm. yeah, it was a, the North Melbourne game. I think, yeah, we. we dug ourselves into a hole and we probably were a little bit lucky to get out of that and we can probably thank North Melbourne to maybe just not quite knowing how to finish us off
2: yeah and whoever it was that did that clumsy tackle on Holland Smith at the end big Bruce Uh, Bruce, yeah who actually was really good good against GWS yeah well he he wiped the floor with Stanley Mm.
1: I um, I agree with what you're saying Pivo about our forward line and I think that really contrasts to how we were against North because the North game was incredibly frustrating and I went to I went to the north game and we sat sat somewhat behind the goals just sort of in the pocket and the way we bought the ball was coming into the forward line, especially early the first quarter in particular it was probably as bad as any but we weren't giving our forwards a chance just no, the way no. we were bringing the ball in it was just awful and then the contrast the next week when even though Melbourne especially in the second quarter even though Melbourne had us pinned in and were comfortably the better side for that quarter, the few chances we did get, we were capitalising on
2: yeah well it's it's fair to say I think um, I reckon both Hawkins and Menzo are looking sensational as good as they've ever looked at the moment, <clears throat> and and they're converting great. Right? Yep. They're not. Yeah. I can't. I can't remember too many they've missed this year between them.
0: No, and, they they they've both been really accurate, and they and you're right. They they both look really good, and like Hawkins is moving so much better than last
2: year. Yeah, for the benefit of some, I think he will mention this. I think you can remove the so much better. He's moving. <laughs> yeah. It's, it, yeah, oh God, he looks so much better. I have to use the same term. He just looks such a different
1: player this year. And he's just yeah. so much more dangerous when he actually gets up and moving because there's not many defenders. If he gets out in front of them, they can't get round him. They can't. Mm-hmm. He, and the problem is... And then, of course, against North, when we weren't moving the ball well either and we weren't helping, he started giving away free kicks because... He's getting frustrated. The ball's not really... Yeah. We're not helping his cause. And he probably had a bit of a scrappy game, and he still kicked four, I think, didn't he? Four? His, yep. And, um, again, through good kicking, his, his accuracy is helping um, immensely with well, that. Well, it's
2: funny. It's funny, too. Like Just like Menzel kicked a ripper at three-quarter time against Melbourne. Remember, Hawkins yeah. took that great one-hander, and that was a really tough set shot against North at three-quarter time after the siren that he nailed. yes. Yes,
0: exactly right. Yeah, and it was, and it, you're right, it was a great grab. Um, yeah, he really plucked it sort of from nowhere.
1: Yeah. It's, um, and then, well, yeah, we've, we have mentioned it both times, but uh, the goal from Menzel on three-quarter time last week was ridiculous because yeah. I was watching that thinking, oh, yeah, this will be tough. It's, you can't run around. So he doesn't run around. He still kicks a banana. And just, the goal i wouldn't have even had to move. Just the amount of talent that Bloke has that we are yep. finally getting to see yeah. the park is just... And then there was another goal he kicked, I think, the quarter where he took the mark and played on. And instead of straightening up, just curled he it. He did a little on bit on. Um, it was, a lot, it was as like well that.
2: Yeah, it was that outside of the ball, not the outside of the foot.
1: Yeah, um, watching Steve Johnson, though, just the way... It was very similar. Yeah, yeah very similar to the, the ones so, he gets, yeah. Um, it's probably a good lead-in, actually, for our our next uh, topic or the segment we've brought in for flyers and floppers. So we'll start with... This week, we'll start with the flyers. So who have you got, Partridge, as your flyer at the moment? So we're talking,
2: this covers the North and Melbourne games, right?
1: Whatever you want it to be, it can be. Um, I'm looking at the team as we speak. Um, Thanks for doing preparation. Oh, absolutely sensational. I'm <laughs> actually to, thinking... To, to, be you know fair,
0: to be fair, you did say you are not allowed to go with Dangerfield or Selwood.
1: No, I Correct. didn't. No. No, I think said well, that.
0: <laughs> scratch them. Scratch them. Make it a challenge. Come on. Let's, you know, don't take the easy option. So,
2: yeah. Uh, I'll, no, I'll give you one. I'll give you one. I will go a little subtle, but I reckon just starting to build. I'm going to go and nominate Parfit.
1: That's not that subtle. He's a Rising Star winner for the, the oh, round. Yeah. So... Um, well, well, I couldn't well, I was I was sh- say... All we points, probably should have touched go. on it anyway, but... Uh... No, but
2: I, I think it's just to mention that it wasn't his first time he's looked good. I thought he was okay against North too. Yes. Okay. He's done some good things, but definitely a much better game against Melbourne,
1: yeah. What in particular, while we are on the, the topic of him, what in particular are you liking from what you're seeing? Poise. Yep.
2: Composure. Seems to know what to do with the ball when he gets it. And yep. just looks com- and just looks comfortable.
1: It's amazing how, when players have poise and composure, how they can almost see the game slow down around them and yep, um, yep. and pick the right option and make the right decision, which can completely open up the ground mm-hmm. for your team as well.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Pivo, who's your flyer? Uh,
0: okay, so before I say it, I was just going to sort of add about Parfitt. He um. He also seems to have that uncanny, or maybe it's not uncanny, maybe that's a bit unfair, but already he's, he's got this ability of just being able to create a little bit of space for himself. Um, you know, just you know, holding onto the ball just long enough or just a little sidestep or back step, and he just opens it up for himself, which you know, gives that illusion of having that bit of time. And for a guy that's, what, in his third, third senior game, um, you can kind of already see that. I just wonder whether that's a little bit from having played senior footy in SA. Yep.
1: Um,
0: but yeah, you can already sort of see just with the way he sort of moves. And you could see it even when the earlier games when he perhaps wasn't getting quite as much as the ball and didn't have as many disposals versus the game against Melbourne. But um, yeah, he's, he, he looks he looks good. He, um, you know, I think he's, he's already maybe winning the battle against Caddy already. Potentially, <laughs> maybe a bit of an early call, but um, but yeah, he just he just looks like a, just a really neat player who plays yeah. you know yeah. a little bit of instinct, um, knows what to do with the footy. He's got it. You know, you can see he's got a bit of IQ about himself already, and he doesn't seem to be overawed, which um, you know for for a young guy, I think bodes pretty well.
1: i just to just to hold off on your flyer for a second. I just thought it would add. You mentioned he looks like he's got that IQ, I think that's showing because he's getting better every game. And I would imagine that part of that is just simply every week he's learning more, he's reading the game, obviously the speed of an AFL game and where players go, what they do, and, and learning where to position himself more to be involved. And I would not be surprised at all if that was... As a result of what you mentioned, as well. Anyway, back yeah, he just, he just he just looks like a, just a, a really nice player.
0: You know, it's a it's it's a bit of a pithy word to use, I guess, but he just looks just looks good. He just looks like he knows what he's doing, and um, you know, he, he doesn't seem to waste the ball when he gets it, and you know, he makes good good decisions. And I think you know, for a guy that's young, it's just it's just a really good sign. To sort of see him the way he's already sort of going. So I mean, that's a that's a really good nomination, I reckon.
1: Yep. And your flyer?
0: Um, look, Chris Scott. I think look, he's three and zip. He's going. He's going really well.
2: Yep, nope, no, fair enough. Can't argue. Good, 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 good cap. You know, you've got to give credit. There's three wins, no losses. It's, it's what he's meant to do. That's not actually my flyer though. But uh-huh. um, <laughs> um,
0: no, look, uh, Menzel, Menzel for me. Yeah, yep. yeah, fair enough. You know, he's just we're we're getting to see. I mean, and you sort of think, geez, what, what would he have been like if he hadn't done his knees? Mm. You know, considering the way he's playing now after four reconstructions, I mean, that in itself is amazing. I'm, there were times when I sort of thought, nah, look, I just don't think this guy's going to be the the same that we sort of got a glimpse of before he went down.
2: I'll, I absolutely put. I'll put my hand up here. I definitely thought that.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, down. I. I I had my doubts because, you know, I mean, you do one and you sort of see, I mean, you look at Jackson Thurlow, who's who's probably, you know, struggling a little bit coming back. Yeah, um, And, I mean, that's happened to Menzel, you know, four times. And it's like, ah, oh, man, is he, is he going to be, you know, mentally, is he going to be strong enough? Uh, is he going to lose anything from, you know, but he doesn't really seem to have lost too much.
2: Now, I was I was never worried about the mental side because just to go through the rehab, you've got to have that. But I think I was more worried about just agility. And yep. I think it was the second week against Adelaide in 2015 when he barely got a touch, yep. and that's when I was like, Ugh, thinking, you know, how often is his knee going to flare up and is it going to be swollen and blah blah blah. But that seems to be not an issue at the moment. So, well, and yeah. the thing is, the thing is, he hasn't lost his goal sense, which is incredible. Yep. He's, yeah. he's he's just lethal. He doesn't. He only needs half a chance, and he converts. Yeah, that's why. Do you remember so, when? He, so I've I've never been happy to be wrong. It's great. Do
0: you remember when he, he had that uh, shocker against Essendon? Where he, what was it? One goal, six yeah, yeah, or yeah, yeah, whatever yes, it was. And yeah. you had all the the media was like going, "Oh, you know, we can't get." I, I just sort of chuckled. I, I remember the game, and I thought they they clearly haven't seen this guy play because he's actually pretty pretty deadly. He's just had a bit of a bad game. And Which happens. Yeah, exactly, and you know, sure enough, as the season progressed, that you know discrepancy of goals to points quickly evened up, and then he got in front, and it's like this is this is the men's, I think all the Geelong supporters know, and we're seeing it even more so, I think, in these first few games. Just this sixth sense he has when he when he lines up for goals, he just knows he he knows where they are. He doesn't really need to look at them, and he's he's, there's so much of a, a. keep sort of thinking about Steve Johnson. They're very similar in the way that they sort of move around that forward line.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: And he, he's, he's a nightmare. I would actually love to see him almost play one out of full forward and move Hawkins up into centre-half forward yeah. um, and just try and clear out the 50 and let Menzel sort of just try and work. Because the other thing is his ability to mark and sort of just get in the right position, outbody his man, He's, he's a really clever player, and, and he's you know, strong. Yeah, for he's deceptively he's deceptively strong, and yeah, you know, it's just it's it's so sad to sort of think of what he missed, but it's so great to see what he's now doing. Yeah,
2: so, yeah. yeah. And I guess in hindsight, the one thing he did do well was that he was so young when he did had the injuries. Yep, yeah. he's still young enough when I didn't I didn't think he'd come back, but you know, he's what is he twenty five?
1: 24?
2: 26, maybe. Oh. Some, somewhere in there. Anyway. He's, yeah. Um, I,
1: I, about, to turn, yeah 20,
0: 20, about
2: to
1: turn 26. Yeah. Is, I think 20, 25 and okay. eight months. Or All right. And uh, my my flyer at the moment, and I was going to say something else, but it's probably tied in with with this particular person. I was going to say our fitness staff was the flyer because of the way we're... Finishing games, yeah, finishing yeah. games. But a tie into that is my flyer is Tommy Hawkins, and yep. we could also. I, I, I nearly picked Hawkins. I, was, I
2: just wanted to be daring. We yeah. could
1: probably tie the fitness staff into that because he's looking in the best shape I can remember seeing him in. Um, I remember I think at some point this week the, the cats on one of the social medias had uh, like Tom Hawkins' top five goals or something. Like that. Mm. And there was a goal from 2013, I think it was, against Essendon. That one where he paddled the ball in front of himself. It might have been 2014, actually, because Chappie was chasing him, if you remember that game where he paddled it, paddled it, paddled it about oh, 40 yeah, meters yeah, 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 and then yeah, 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 he yeah, kicked yeah. it around the body and went and hugged the bloke in the crowd. He yes. was huge. If you do yourself, if if everyone I'd recommend, look up that video and have a look at the size of him, because the first thing I looked at and I'm like, goodness me, have a look at the size of Hawk. He Mm. was massive, just all arse and chest, basically, where now he's obviously still a big boy, but uh, he looks a lot lean and he's covering the ground well and um, he's working hard and he's being rewarded with goals and even yep. he's in that he's in that good space at the moment where against North Melbourne where he he worked his ass off and he didn't have the best day but he still kicked four yep good and, reward and he's getting a reward for it and there'll be a day the way <clears throat> the way he's going at the moment there'll be a day where against the lesser team where you know where we'll put a team to the sword and he'll kick eight or nine because he's just be he'll great. get he'll get the reward for it yep i hope so uh partridge your flopper <laughs>
2: hmm. well oh i mean there's an obvious one but um i was about to say i don't want to kick someone when they're potentially down but on the other hand yes i do um I think for a variety of reasons, which you can touch on, I think the obvious one is Taylor. Yep. Now you can, obviously there's, obviously some of us think he should never even put, played as a forward and perhaps the experiment should have been um, stillborn, you know, a lot sooner, but he just looks very very uncomfortable as a forward he doesn't look confident he looks to be to me he looks a yard slower um fumbly uncertain um yeah so I think he's of the guys that you thought from the final last year the, some of the the older players you thought well you know where are they placed I mean Mackey had a bad final but he's been rock solid I would think this year yep. he's been really good he's looked fine um Taylor just looks terrible Now I'm hoping he's going to look a lot more comfortable In the back line But I think it's, that's By far and away the big flop Of the three games so far Is just how he's gone as a forward And really the whole pre-season
0: Pivo Is Taylor The most expensive Forward decoy in the game <laughs> Well that not that the argument that's going on at the moment Yeah, It is the reason menzel and hawkins are getting freed up and they're scoring goals for us is because taylor is keeping men off them
1: and that was even that's even been the party line all week i think mm. all the mm-hmm. interviews i've heard with cats players i think i heard mitch duncan on it might have been triple m on sunday i'm not sure but or oh, no it was the sunday footy show sorry I saw him on he, he said the same. Oh, you know, Taylor's Harry's he's taking away he's drawing people, he's taking he's giving Hawk and men space.
2: Mm. I'd I'd say that's fine to a point, but you've still gotta be competent with the ball when it's near you and at times he's just looked terrible. Like, you know, just to be able to even gather the ball cleanly and use it. Um which is more of a concern, you know what I mean? if he at least could take a few marks and offer something when the ball does go through there, you could maybe, you know, maybe fair enough, maybe there's something to that, but you've still got to do your bit when you've got the ball, and hes I don't think he's doing that.
0: Yeah, I, I don't think you can keep... You, you can't keep sort of towing that party line, so to speak, and you can't keep throwing him up forward if he doesn't produce, and if he doesn't well, produce sooner or later, sides are going to just start sweating off him and just say, well, yep. you know what, no danger anyway, so... Well yes. isn't
2: is not is not it the reason they moved on Kirsten? So it's you could what? argue what's the difference.
0: <laughs> exactly. Exactly.
1: It's it's
0: yeah.
1: Anyway, moving on.
0: Pivot. But you're right. I, I, I totally agree with you. He does he does look lost. He you know, he, he looks like a guy that has no real clue on how to play forward. And he's got no confidence and, he looks at the moment no. as well. Yeah, and it, it, it plays into that. Which I must admit, I, I sort of, when the discussion first came up, I think sort of after the finals last year, there was talk of, you know, well, is it Henderson or is it Taylor who goes forward? And it was like, well, you know what? Ideally, neither of them go forward. You know, we should have actually been able to develop a centre-half forward ourselves rather than having to look to those two. But Taylor I, I was probably the one I thought should go
1: forward, but he has not looked great at all. Yeah. Yeah, did you have a flopper? Or were you just going with Harry Taylor as well? Uh, well,
0: I, I I did I must admit I did consider Taylor because you know, he hasn't been great. Um but then I thought, well, okay, it's we're working on it in terms of our expectation on what guys are gonna be like and perhaps what we're seeing, and I would think Tom, Tom Stewart has disappointed me immensely. He has been incredibly underwhelming for a guy that's been talked up a bit, sort yeah. of leading into the um, into the season. I'm not really seeing anything that distinguishes him from a lot of other VFL, SFL, WAFL players that are running around in those comps. Yeah. You know, maybe it might be a bit early, and you know that's you know he may sort of need to work into it a little bit, but you know. I, I remember seeing a little bit of him last year, and it was talked up a bit even last year through the VFL. And I remember watching only a couple of games. I, I don't really watch a lot of VFL, but sort of thought I'm not really seeing it with this guy that you know everyone's sort of talking about it. So maybe I've just caught him on a bad day, or but the games I've sort of seen him this year, kind of more of the same for me. And yeah, I'm not really sold on him. Um, I sort of I'm kind of thinking he probably needs to be sent back to the VFL for a bit of a run just to, I don't know, maybe get a bit of confidence up, work on a few things. I don't know. He's just... He, he's, probably, he's probably my flopper.
1: That was... Uh, yeah, Yeah, that, that was who I was going to say as well. So, but in... Uh, I will say, and it's probably pretty tough because the person I'm saying is coming back from a knee reconstruction, but Jackson Thurlow, I reckon, is battling a bit at the moment. Yep. No, I reckon he
2: absolutely is. I reckon it's um, a fair call. And I, thought, and I thought he was under- underwhelming in the preseason games.
1: Yeah, it's a harsh call because he's missed a year of footy, so it's it's not going to be easy. I uh, I would just I think he probably needs to go back to the twos just to get a game, just to start to get a few kicks in a game, and have a bit more time and space to get himself back into it all. Because, I, actually,
2: I actually think he's been unlucky in that um, I think he got rated very well off his first year And justifiably Which I think was 2013 um, I don't think he quite kicked on like we probably would have hoped I think he has been a little bit overrated on the board I think unfortunately the knee injury came Just when he probably might have been able to make the transition From so-so to a, to a good player and I think at the moment, he's still in that spot between he's thereabouts to being a good player, but he's not
1: he's not there yet. Yeah, I, I think when he got... Last year was the year that you sort of expected him to, to make that next step. And before that, he was only borderline best 22, 25 sort of thing, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And obviously, the knee injury basically wipes that all off and puts him back to, to where he started. But he just he's from what you started to see of him he looks like he's a beautiful user he's got a good jump he's good spoil he's quick but mm-hmm. i just find i think he's he needs to just for as much as anything i need, think he needs needs to go back and get some confidence in the twos i mean he's been taking kickouts and his default option when he takes a kick out from what i've noticed is to just if, he's, if you're looking up the ground behind him, to your left-hand side, he hooks it long on that angle. Yep, yeah, he does. Yeah, every yeah, single time. So, and it's just, obviously, that's where he's going to get more power probably kicking. He's probably more confident when he sort of pulls his leg across his body, kicking out that way as well. But he just, his go-to is to just bang it long from a kick out. And I just think he's, you know, if he's had a few more games or if he hadn't been hurt, which is not something you can... Fault someone for, but I think he hits different targets, and and his confidence probably allows him to do a few more things. So it's purely just that I think he just needs to get more games under his belt. But at the moment, he's he's just going. Mm. Yep, I think it's better, right? All right, so we look forward to now. That... Yes, yeah, sorry, mate. Sorry, I was just going to say I reckon that's also
0: a little bit indicative of the way the season's going because I reckon. You could have chosen Thurlow, Stewart, Ruggles, shit, maybe even Lonigan as guys who potentially could have been floppers. Yeah, Cowan. And where are they? They're all sitting in the in the defence. Yeah, you know, they're they're guys that they're not bad. You know, they're not. I'm not saying that they're bad players, but they all seem to be struggling a little bit at the same time. And I mean, and Ruggles, I actually thought played really well in his his first game against Frio. Yep. Um, I think you know. I think Stewart actually showed a little bit against Frio, mm. um, but man, they they've been a little bit off the boil. And I know that you know there's pressure up the ground that can be blamed for that a little bit because you know it's a thankless task being a defender, especially if there's no pressure. But having all of them down, yeah. it, it makes it tough. Yeah, and man. I thought I
2: thought I thought Ruggles had an absolute shocker last week. I thought he looked really dodgy. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, look, I, I, I'm I'm a fan of Ruggles. I actually... I, he gets bashed a little bit, and I actually think that he's a little bit better than that, but he was my really uh, against Melbourne, and he wasn't
2: great against North either, yeah, so... Um, my only flaw on him, don't doubt the endeavour, and he runs straight, and all that's great, is just his disposal lets him down. He does really good work, and then you'll butcher the kick, and you're just like, oh you know? Yeah, I
0: reckon... I don't reckon
1: he steadies himself. Yeah, I reckon he's... always he, like, off a f- one step and... I reckon he, he just, holds onto it a fraction too long when he kicks it, and he puts himself yeah. under pressure doing it.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty fair. Pretty yeah, fair yeah, criticism. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you,
1: you notice when he gets the ball and goes to play on, he gets just that little bit too close to the bloke on the mark, and he gets, he lets the tackler just get that little bit of pressure on him if they're behind him and stuff. And it's last year when he did it, I thought it was it was still him adjusting from VFL pace. Because in the VFL, he would have time to... He could do the exact same thing and he wouldn't get that same pressure. Mm. But yep. that's my theory, but um, he still, he's still doing it a little bit this year. But I thought his first game was really good as well against Freo. Mm. So... Um, now we're looking forward to our traditional Easter Monday... Game against the well, they're probably they're our arch enemy at the moment. Let's be honest, Hawthorne. Um, you know at the lovely time of three twenty. We start on Monday. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll start with the ins and outs for the team, <laughs> and then we'll just go from there. So even and we'll look at the Hawks as well. So the Hawks are welcoming in O'Brien, Billy Hartung, Cicely Howe, and Hardwick. Out is Pivo, your boy, Tia Miles. And yeah. Jager O'Meara is out, which is a big out for them. A good out for us. Um, yeah, it is. In 4G Long, we have, and this is obviously a squad, so there's, at this point, seven named on the bench, or however many. So mm-hmm. we've got into the squad, Reese Stanley, uh... Josh Golden Ticket Cowan, George <coughs> Paul and Smith. Sorry, so,
2: so, 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 sorry, continue, Willow.
1: <laughs> George <laughs> Paul and Smith, Nakia Cockatoo, and Lincoln McCarthy has been dropped. Stone Cold omitted. And I'm just having a look at the Cats' own reporting of this. And from the, the words on their side, it says, Stanley Cowan and Holland smith will definitely take on the Hawks as each of them has been named on the field. Cockatoo is among seven players named on an extended bench, so you would imagine the outs are to come out of Blitzarves, Cockatoo, Mitch Duncan, Menigola, Jordan Murdoch, Tom Ruggles, and Jackson Thurlow, and I reckon we could pretty much say that Cocky Blitz and Duncan will all play. I reckon Menangola
2: will. I reckon you could just draw a line through the last so three. Murdoch,
1: and, Ruggles, and Thurlow potentially. And all three, and all outs. three were pretty ordinary last week. Yeah, potentially the outs. So yeah. um, Pivo, I'll start with you. What is your thought on the changes at this point? Uh, so James Parsons is still in, yeah? Yes, yes, James Parsons is, is, is still in and he's well, named on
0: the half forward flank. Alright, so Parsons has a hundred percent win rate, so clearly we will win. <laughs> uh,
2: that that's how the logic works. Correct.
0: Yep. Um, no, alright, so I, I just said James Parsons had not been mentioned at all yet and I just had to throw his name out there. Hey it was good. Um, it
2: did some good things. Oh, it was better than good
0: oh, come on um no I, I am very biased when it comes to him though so yeah look McCarthy is probably the uh, look I, I'll go with McCarthy because I reckon there's someone else that will generate a bit of discussion um McCarthy was perhaps a little bit of a surprise for me I mean, I yeah, must admit I'm not too. quite a, I'm not quite as enamored with McCarthy as a lot of other people on the board but that said I, I was surprised when I saw that he was a player that was admitted um so the ins, yeah, uh, so Cogatu and Hall and Smith, both of it had thumb problems, didn't they? Yep. So yes. coggy has been out since round one? Uh, round one. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right,
2: right round and Hall and his last couple as well. Uh, uh, so, Hall and Smith yep. only missed one game.
0: Only missed yeah. one game, yeah. So, um, and look, I, th- I thought Hall and Smith was actually all right against North, so I... That's that's fine, Cockatoo. I, I can understand why bringing him back in. Stanley, yeah, I think we look a little bit. Cool. It, it's the it, look. It's a, the great discussion that continues to do the rounds with Smith, Stanley, and Blitzars all in the same team. I don't think you can play all three. It's got to be. you know, it's got to well, be two of them.
2: Well, the, the problem is they can, but Blitz has play as
0: a midfielder. Yep. Correct, and I guess a lot of us don't agree that that's where he should be playing um yeah. so i you know does stanley go to center half forward yeah, I, maybe i don't know i don't think he's anything special as a forward so um and then yeah we got uh, our boy josh cowan coming in um and named on the wing so he looks like he's well and truly embedded in, into that side, and he will be running out on Easter Monday, much to the delight of many Geelong supporters, no doubt.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's, yes, yeah, we'll, we'll get back to this. We'll get back to this. That's okay. I actually, actually if, if I can, yeah, I take. was
2: just going to say, I actually am echo uh, Pippo's thoughts. I am surprised McCarthy got omitted. I'm not as enamored as others have. He, I thought he was very good against Fremantle. Fair to say. And I thought that left foot goal he kicked was an absolute ripper. So, got to give credit where it's due. But I've, I I would have thought he's one of the absolute favourites of Scott too. So I'm really surprised that he got dropped because it was only really one bad game. I mean, he was so-so against North. I thought he was he was bad. Worse last week, but yeah, I would. I'm surprised. I would have thought he would have stayed in because some of the potential competition as a small as a forward with pace, say Murdoch, they don't want to play him up forward apparently now. And he had an absolute shocker, so it's not like he was much better. But I don't know. I'm really surprised by that. Um, Stanley, I I don't know. Is it? It's almost like their selection is a bit. They want a bit of everything. They. Want Stanley to kind of be there to play centre half forward if Taylor doesn't work out, but they kind of want him to be there in the ruck if it doesn't work out with Smith and Blake savs and I don't know. It, yeah, I, I'm not definitely not convinced. He's. I mean, you could argue he's kicked goals last year as a as a, you know, whereas Taylor hasn't. Um, potentially he is a better forward than Taylor. I think. But yeah, um, let's hope it works. I think yeah, I think you're right. Cockatoo and Hall and Smith have done enough. in the... obviously, they want to put games in the cockatoo, and he's showing improvement. Hall and Smith had two good games, so no real surprises. Cowan is a just a wonderful, wonderful story. Well, that's all I can say. Oh, yeah, I'm,
1: I'm, ex- pass- I'm passing. I'm passing. passing it to you, Will. Uh, I <laughs> I'm actually. Just on the Link McCarthy thing, whilst he does, obviously, he drifts in and out. And, and But that is also a bit of a part and parcel of a small forward, I think, to some yeah, extent. Um, but I'm surprised that he's out because I think, and this is just my opinion, our forward pressure has looked its best when we have Cocky and McCarthy in the same team and I'm going back to last year when I reckon our best games we had both of those two in the mm-hmm. team and then cocky got hurt at some point last year and we mm. and we lost a bit and just my my gut based on pure just gut feel more than anything is I think we look sharper in the forward line with the two of them down there so I'm surprised mm. that they've they've just out and out drop link already um, So obviously yep. He's being told to work on something He must be he's, he's under instructions to focus on something In the VFL I assume if they've already told him he's out And he's playing twos
2: He needs to work on minding defensive space
1: He needs to work on Remembering <laughs> that he's a little bloke And not a big bloke And instead of flying for marks Probably do himself a favour And stay front and square yeah, I, no, I, I, do,
2: I do agree with that. Because I mean, it's, he's it's, a very it's great that, good finisher. It's great, that it, it's great that he can take a big mark every now and again, fantastic, but it's not really his job. No, not no. with Hawkins and Menzel there and the form they're in.
1: But he's he's quick, he's got a good goal sense, and he's got a beautiful left foot. to just. He loves <gasps> snapping on his left. And if he's hitting the pack, he's got the speed, the strength to take the ball clean away from it, and he's got the ability to finish. So... He would better be... He would better stay in the contest, I think, if he actually stayed on the ground. So maybe that's what he's being told to do as well. Um, yeah, I'm not... The other changes, is I'm not overly excited by. Um, I probably will keep my powder dry for a little bit until the actual team, the final team is... Is announced, but um, my immediate instinct is that we we feel tall. It feels it felt like early when Zach Smith was a late out against Frio. It just felt like we had the balance right. Yeah, it looked at it on the field too. And then now all of a sudden we've we're throwing in and we're going to have land of the giants again.
2: Look at the look at the back line. Look at the back six as known.
1: Yep. So if we're reading the back six as named, we've got Andrew Mackey, who is tall, but he will... I think we all know he'll probably play on Bruce as yep. he has the last few, few years. Decades. And Mac is in as good a form as I can remember for a while a, in a different role for him, but he's absolutely just blanketing the dangerous small forwards on the other team. So... Yep. I think he's had Walters, Garlet, and uh, Lindsay Thomas, who all are dangerous, and I think he's conceded four goals in three games or something along those lines. So we can't fault him being there. Lonergan, who is, in my opinion, really starting to show the signs that this is about, that it's, it's coming to an end. He just looks that bit... Like it's starting to get past him. Tom Stewart, who we've discussed. Harry Taylor is named on a halfback flank. Lockie Henderson, or not Henderson's been solid. Zach Tui, toohey has been solid. Our two Carlton pickups over the last couple of years have been. I, I don't have many complaints from what they've given us so far, but you suck at Carlton. But there is one, two, three, four, five players that are over 190 centimetres tall off the top of my head, assuming that Stuart is. Again Yeah, we we,
2: we,
0: we don't go we don't go like that. Yeah. There's no way. There's no way no we go like that. So the question then I guess the question becomes who actually start who pushes back. Um you know, Cowan has played across there. He would be one you would think may drop back. As much as I hate to say it, because I like yeah. Guthrie as the midfielder, but I think Guthrie may go to the halfback flank.
2: I was, well. was, I I was going to say, if you put Guthrie back, it's a strong midfield side. There's Dangerfield, Selwood, Duncan, Hornsmith, Menangola, So it's five, five other midfielders that have all played good footy already this year. So that could be part of their thinking.
1: Yep. So from a match-up perspective, how do we think we would line up. So we've got Cyril. Is that is Guthrie going to go to Cyril? Uh,
0: I My gut feeling is Guthrie gets him, and yeah. he may actually play as a sort of
1: softish kind of tag. Following through mm-hmm. the middle as well when he goes through there? Yeah, I think so.
2: I, I wish Guthrie had had a few more games under his belt to do that, but yeah, I think that's spot on. Uh,
1: mm-hmm. Is Puopolo playing? He's not named as an out, but he didn't he do his hammy or wasn't he the questions about that might have well, been i have a feeling he went off hurt against gold coast for them so there may be something in that if he's not playing it's one less of him to worry about that's for sure uh bruce we all agree i think that mackie will hey. take him mm-hmm. uh vickery Dold, assuming I would have said, thought Lonergan might go to Vicarage. No,
2: well, I would have thought Lonergan's a better pure stopper. Maybe still, maybe put him on um, Rufford, or do or do you go think Henderson's more athletic? Don't know, but it'll be the, anyway, those two players—they're the two that are going to get him. You'd
1: think. And then there's Gunston as well, who has been,
2: pushing, oh, yeah, up he's been pushing
1: up the ground a lot more this year. He he hasn't even kicked a goal yet, and he's getting the butt. It'll be. It hasn't been working So You would think That Clarkson Would Sort of revert To what he knows A bit To try and get it back And You could expect to see um, Gunston forward
2: Well if, if Looking at it If Taylor's in the back line Maybe they go Taylor on Vickery Lonergan on Gunston And Henderson on Ruffhead
1: Or Taylor on Roughhead? Yeah I would have gone Taylor Roughhead, Lonergan Vickery Yeah and Henderson on Gunston, hmm.
0: yeah, yep. And maybe, and maybe
1: that's their thinking. That might be what they they look to try and do. So then, where does um, Tom Stewart fit in? Bench, but you don't pick a player just for the bench, do you? So it's all about obviously rotation. Well, he, he, uh,
0: he, he potentially starts off the bench and then sort of you know swings through maybe you know with Mackie, Yeah. potentially. That's I don't know they
1: they'll
0: they'll want to try and free. I want to try and free someone up. And it may be that they. Maybe they want to try and get Taylor loose. Well, we'll want to try and free yeah, Tui up, won't we? Or Tui. Yeah, there'd be one of those guys, you would think. Tui's probably the obvious one uh, to try and let run. But...
1: Run and carry. And obviously, the way he kicks the ball and his meters gained, if you follow that set, have been phenomenal, haven't they, this year? like yep. he's... And he is good because when he gets it, he kicks it long, but he kicks it well. He doesn't just yep. throw it on the boot. He hits blokes a long way off.
0: Yeah. Taylor Taylor does all right as a loose man as well. Yeah, sort of you know cutting across and intercepting and sort of being the second second player. So yeah, it's they could go a couple of ways there. I suppose with the team they've got, it just it, it does look cool though.
1: So um, for the purposes of this, we have. Parsons named on a half-forward flank. Reese Stanley at centre-half forward. Stephen Motlop on a half-forward flank. Menzel, Hawkins, and Parfett as our forwards. Um, would, what would you guys feel, and just a thought that I've had, if, if they insist on picking all the big blokes and having Stanley, Smith, Blitz all in the same team, is I wondered if it would be worth trying Stanley out of the goal square as a full forward and let Hawk push up the ground a bit especially with this year how well he's moving he uses the ball well when he gets it up the ground he's a good option and if you can isolate Stanley start him deep he, if you can actually put the ball out in front of him he should be able to get clear on a lead from most most defenders with his speed yep. and he, if he gets a bit of touch going he's. It, it, I think he's largely confidence based as well but he can take a mark as well so I don't know, I'd probably prefer, if, if they insist on playing both of them forward, I would probably prefer Hawke to actually play as the centre-half forward. Yeah, not the worst idea. And he's probably no. got more awareness and ability to actually get to the right spots to, as they say, hit the logos and, and you know, work up oh, on yeah. the ground and stuff as well. But I don't know what's, what your thoughts are on you guys are thinking regarding the forward line.
0: Or, yeah, I don't, but, I don't mind the idea of Hawkins sort of coming in at centre-half forward and coming up the ground and then sort of trying to create a little bit of space for you know guys like Motlop and Parfit potentially to run into. So it could be a bit of sort of over-the-back sort of go a bit of pace and see what you can do and then try and leave Menzel's sort of play there. But I just – I keep coming back to Stanley Smith and Blitz, all on the same team. I just – you know, we've tried it. I don't think it really works – as well as maybe they think it works, um, it's, it just looks out of just looks out of whack. You know, I mean, although the, the weather is supposed to be all right on Monday, I think so. Maybe they're thinking we can get him with height, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, Reece Sandley just doesn't really do a lot for me anyway,
2: which may be part of the problem I have with it. I know. Well, you're not wrong. He's a horribly, horribly frustrating player because he can look so good when he's on. But he just has the ability to not only just play a bad game but completely disappear and you just don't see him when he has a bad game. Yep. And I'm not yeah, I'm not convinced about him as a centre forward, so yeah, we we shall see.
1: Um have you gentlemen watched much of Hawthorne at this point? And what is your take on them being zero and three and, and how they've been travelling?
2: I think it's well I think I think it's wonderful. <laughs>
1: Um, Apart from the watched, obvious delight that we take in it, are we
2: I watched I watched uh, part of the last quarter once I saw what was happening thanks to the uh, the thread and um, there was much mirth and merriment and chuckling as the goals rained down on them. Um, no, they that's all I've seen, but geez, they didn't look good. The and night they looked pretty ordinary. So well, long may it continue. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, I was a bit the same. I watched uh I watched a little bit of the Gold Coast game last week. Um, I thought I was on the comedy channel, not the Fox Footy channel. Um they were they were ordinary. They were really I, I it's been a long time since I've seen a Hawthorne side play like that. They uh I I actually have a lot of respect for Hawthorne. I know that's not really uh fashionable to say from uh, the Geelong side of the fence, but I just don't mind them, I just don't mind the way they play footy but they were they were rubbish they were really really poor and against the side who themselves were not traveling that well, they were made to look second rate and I just i I really worry about how they're going to come out um, on Monday they you know if they're not breathing fire and we're not ready for them but then again maybe maybe they are in decline and maybe you know we we might actually put an owl in the coffin pretty early for this season. Who knows? I'd love it if we did.
1: So, based on what you have seen, how do we beat? How do we beat them? What do we do? Basically,
2: any reasonable level of intensity and commitment, I think, sustain that for four quarters and we will be too good for them. Based, based on what I've seen, our best is still pretty good. Um, Certainly our our last two, our last quarter against Melbourne, our last quarter against North. You know, when we get the game going, it's still a pretty good team. And um, Leith lot forward with Hawkins and Menzel at the moment, and obviously Dangerfield, you know, not just Dangerfield and Selwood, but get the rest of the midfielders, like Duncan's having a great year. You know, we could have almost called him out as someone who was flying, actually, in hindsight. He's been fantastic. Um, Menangola and Hall and Smith help out Guthrie, perhaps. I don't see any reason why, if if they play well, that they can't be just way too good for them. Yep.
0: Yeah. I'd like to. I'd like to like to just break away from them fairly early and just kind of break them early yep. in the game. Yep. Um, I think if they, I think if they stick around, you know, or you know, if we don't play well and they stick around, or they actually play better than what they showed, you know, particularly last week, if they stick around, it could. You know, we could be a bit of bother because you know we know the way these two sides lift for each other. Um, so I'm hoping that we can just yeah just break the game open early and sort of get. I'm, let's just say, I reckon if we play like we did last Easter Monday, we would win easily based on what we've seen. I um
1: yeah i've I've only watched a little bit of them. Um, they looked really good and like it's sort of standard Hawthorne that we've seen for the last few years in the first quarter against Adelaide um, maybe not even the first quarter for the first 15 minutes they did but then Adelaide started to get more of the ball and get the game on their terms and I thought to myself that game I thought Adelaide will win this and Adelaide were four goals down at the time and I thought Adelaide will still win this they've just they've got the game now and then I think they were in front by half time and and didn't really look back. Were pretty comfortable over Hawthorne. Um, I must admit, I didn't watch their game against Essendon. Um, part of me, when I saw the score, thought it might have been just the whole the game Essendon were never going to lose type of a thing with their you know their comeback game. Um, and then I watched a bit of the fair bit of the Gold Coast game. Um, on the weekend just gone and they just didn't they just looked like the moment Gold Coast sort of got on, got into them early that it all almost just got a bit too hard for them and they just didn't it didn't look like that same Hawthorne that we've seen for years where you always, even if we were four goals up with five minutes to go you were still worried that they were mm. that they were going to come they just didn't you, seem to what? be that so I, I agree you, you, with with piv that you and it it almost and it sounds a bit disrespectful but it almost feels like that type of um game when if anyone who's played footy and you play the team that's no good and you know you should beat them but if you don't take your chances and do it early they can just dag around all game and just scrap in there and and teams lose games to teams that they shouldn't because they don't capitalise. Where well, You could break a team open early and it'll be just business as usual. We'll take care of itself. If you give sometimes the teams that aren't travelling that bad, if you give them an in, they'll find a way to hang in there and and make it a fight. And that's, that's where it can get ugly. So I'm hoping that doesn't happen. Um,
2: it also seems to me, watching them, that... Um you know, maybe little things like guys that have been there for ten years or longer, like Mitchell and Lewis, they'd be part of the fabric of a club. It just doesn't seem like a united team on the ground now.
1: Yeah.
2: You know, we always talk about the culture of clubs, but that's only as good as the players that are there. And when a couple of key members of that get shopped off to other clubs, uh, yeah, who knows what the effect that Because it doesn't just doesn't seem the same watching
1: them. No, so I'm hoping that. But, but having
2: said that, having said that um, um, you know, screw them and feed them fish heads and let's hope they get back <laughs>
1: But <laughs> yeah. so
0: losing, losing Sam Mitchell, I reckon, like, people shouldn't underestimate. I mean, that guy can seriously play. I mean, yeah. he, he was a really, really good player. I, us Geelong long supporters love giving him crap, and we love sort of calling him a little sniper and yeah, but he you know, every other basis. day. But he regularly tore us apart. You know, once Ling sort of left we never had anyone who was able to do anything to him and he would routinely get 30 35 touches a day and he was lethal with every disposal I'm not sad to see the back of him but uh, lethal him and Lewis both going I reckon certainly
1: has put a punched a bit of a hole in that yes. side he was, Ooh, yeah. he was lethal with every one of those 10 meter passes that he used to get <laughs> that they used to pay as 15 meters.
2: I'd actually, you know what, I'd almost, I'd, I would disagree slightly too because I can remember games when Thompson was in charge where um, he actually shifted Ling onto Hodge at half time. Mitchell still got his 30 odd touches, but Thompson obviously made the call, well, yeah, but Hodge hurts us more and we need to stop him. And we won those games. So, you yeah. know...
0: There, there, was a, there was a time when Mitchell racked up a lot of possessions sort of going back to help out and I yeah. think that, they, there was an element of allowing him to get those possessions in the back half because he wasn't quite as dangerous but then once no, but sort his of last left, four years was just his ability to sort of almost, because so, Hodge used to quarterback and then Mitchell almost became it and he would sort of sit sort of defensive side and then he, he was the one that was pushing forward and he we, you know, he always hit targets. You know, he was just he was such a good ball user. Um, um I mean his both sides of the body second. He was he, he's he's a good player. I mean I know we don't like saying that about Hawthorne players, but he could he could play. No, he's a he gun. Let's be honest.
1: He was a yeah. gun. His last Oregon, his last four seasons in particular, he has sliced us to pieces. Yeah. Yep. Maybe not so much early days. Earlier days, I think he used to rack it up a lot of cheap touches and not hurt you as much. But in particular, when Hawthorne were at their peak, he was like a surgeon when he got the ball. He just, and he had so much time and he'd just pick off the best target and he would literally slice us to pieces. So, uh, it's, it's helpful that he's no longer there. Um, so yeah, that's uh, what we've got to look forward to. Is a compl- is a very new look Hawthorn this week. Um, I was we were going to do answer a question off Twitter, but we're pushing it for time, so we might drop that off. So I'll finish with a tip if I could, gentlemen, just to put you on the spot. Partridge,
2: Geelong, um, and. Ooh, I'm going to go Duncan for the first Brown. There
0: you go. Yep. Piv. Yeah, I'll, I'll obviously go for Geelong. They've they've always been pretty close games these two sides, and they always I reckon they always get up for each other. I would love it to be a blowout, but I reckon it's probably maybe five or six away. Um, I think look, Dangerfield. I think he'll he'll probably be best on.
1: Um, I'm a bit the same I hope it's I think when I I did a preview for the Fremantle game at the start of the year and I said I hope that it's uh, comfortable enough that I can relax when I watch the game and just enjoy us winning so about a five goal win would be nice I don't know if it'll happen but uh, ideally we get a we jump them early and then just we cruise along and there's no stress that'd be nice for a change on Easter Monday Um, yes player I reckon that men's is going to continue his good form and enjoy the game of Easter Monday and he'll kick five or six that's my tip although it will be tough because I reckon he'll get Stratton probably yeah I'd say who is a bit of a prick and a bit of a dour defender uh, will probably stay pretty disciplined in a sense to his to his role um, and will make it tough but I think men's will be a good one. Have a good one. Uh that's all. Yep, good that job. That's about all we have time for. Thank you for jo- for joining us again. Partridge. Pleasure. Um and Pivo.
0: No problem at all, mate.
1: Um we will uh hopefully be enjoying a good game on Monday. Um And hope that everybody stays safe over the long weekend, on the roads especially, so that you can all be be listening to us next time. Do what I plan to do and be lazy and not leave the house. There you go. Play it safe. Stay at home. Eat all that chocolate. Eat all the chocolate. That's right. Thank you again, guys. Uh, And until next time, go cats. Go cats. Go cats.